and welcome to episode 19 of Sports Bar Talk. Now, no music for this one. I did mention back in either end of August or just at the beginning of September, sometimes I'll be busy with schoolwork, so some episodes will be different than the usual shebang bang. Uh, so this is one of those times I was working on an advertisement for my digital photography class. I was advertising Gatorade. Very good drink, very first quenching. I I try to be I have a bottle right here with uh, my homie Muhammad Ali on it. He's a good man. Great boxer. Probably one of the best boxers to ever walk the planet, the face of the earth. Great man. Anyway, this is Sports Bar Talk. We have the best seat in the house. And before we get into the football picks, there is a World Series going on, ladies and gentlemen, between the Tampa Bay Rays and the LA Dodgers. And if you've watched the World Series, you'll notice that there are actual fans in the crowd. Yes, real fans hooting and hollering and catching foul balls and none of that computer-generated crap that Fox is putting out there. Those are actual fans. And man, is it great to hear a crowd at a uh, baseball game. Of course, if you know, there were no crowds at any of the Major League ballparks. Texas has capped the event at 10,000 people for the NLCS and the World Series, but we're in the World Series now. And it's a pretty good series so far. The series is tied at 1-1. Dodgers convincing 8-3 win on Tuesday night in Game 1, but the next night, Tampa came back in 6-4 and some great hitting. A uh, good pitching performance by Blake Snell, who uh, actually has my friend Casey blocked on Twitter. Uh, so, Blake Snell, really good pitching, some great runs, just good all around. So, and an off day on Thursday, they're back at it tonight, as well as tomorrow and Sunday, then I'll have another off night. Uh, it's best of seven. And you can catch the whole series on your local Fox station. I had the Dodgers in five. And so the series is tied at 1-1. So that would mean the Dodgers would have to win the rest of the way. To win the World Series. I think the Dodgers just have enough hitting. I wouldn't be surprised if it goes six games. But I think the LA Dodgers are too much. They've got better pitching. And they've got the run depth. The Rays are good. But their offense is dull. They've all, The only one really providing an offense this whole postseason is Randy Rosarania. Their pitching is decent, but I don't know if it can hold up against this really stacked Dodgers lineup with Max Muncie, Corey Seager, uh, Mookie Betts, who's probably, if they win it, will be the MVP of the postseason. Didn't really do much with his bat, but he's done it fielding and base running. He's probably made the biggest noise this whole postseason. So, that's the... World Series. Hey! Big Ten football's back! And I'm excited by this. College football, it's really back now. You know, I watched it a little bit. I'd watch SEC and ACC. It was on. I'd watch it. But I didn't really do much research because I didn't think, what's the point if Ohio State's not playing? Well, guess what? This is the week. And actually, the games start tonight. Wisconsin hosts Illinois. Uh, that's on Big Ten Network, Channel 610 on DirecTV. But no crowd except family members will be allowed at Big Ten football games. And the Big Ten will determine the cancel games this year based on COVID-19 testing positivity rates within a team. And if a game cannot be played, it will be deemed a no contest. 
I don't know what that'll mean for, like, potentially if Ohio State gets a game knocked off, what that means for their playoff potential. I really don't know. I think they've got everything. They'll have it good. I mean, the Big Ten guys will be in a bubble. But because they're starting here so late and they don't really have time on their hands like the ACC and the SEC and Big 12 do, where the Big 12, SEC, and ACC have some weeks jammed in the end of December when the Big 12 is still playing, that they can make these games up. Big 10 won't have, doesn't have that, and I would assume the Pac-12, when they get going here on November 6th, will follow suit. Uh, but here's the reading from ESPN. If a game is canceled, it won't count as a win or a loss for either team. But because of the schedule, there's no flexibility or bye weeks built in. So that's basically what I've assumed. Uh, we will see what happens. We'll see what happens playoff-wise. I hope we don't get into this scenario, but I think it'll be very intriguing if Ohio State gets a couple games wiped out. And maybe they only play like maybe four or five games or six. Or Really, it'll be very interesting. Very, very interesting. Um... So the big, but on the football side of things for the Big Ten, you do have some great games this weekend. You have uh, my team, Ohio State. They'll probably beat Nebraska handily. That game is on your local Fox station. Uh, you have Penn State. I believe is playing Indiana. I believe that's on Fox Sports One Channel Two Nineteen Direct TV. And the game of the week, where College Game Day is going to be, is Michigan and Minnesota. PJ Flex boys. Going to host Jim Harbaugh in the, in the gang. Uh, Chris Fowler, Kirk Street. they will be there. Uh, and the game is on ABC, your local ABC station. So, should be a fun one. Uh, I'm, I'm just so happy Big Ten's back. So happy that they uh, reversed their course. They're seeing that, hey, oh, these other Power 5 conferences are playing. Alright, let's do it then. We'll play a season. So here we are. Football's back. Oh, I should mention Rutgers and Michigan State also play. My one friend will get mad if I don't mention Michigan State. That's also on Big Ten Network, Channel 16. They play Rutgers. That should be an easy win. Uh, I think Ohio State will win this weekend in the Big Ten. Indiana always gives Penn State fits, but I think Penn State's going to do fine. They'll set up for the big one on next week against Ohio State. I think Penn State will win. It'll probably be closer. And give me Minnesota. They'll give me the Golden Gophers. Upset week one of the season. So, yeah. That is Big Ten football. Let's get to our typical NFL pick segment. Now, I'll be honest. I had a lot of schoolwork and went hiking. I didn't have time to get one in Thursday. But I can tell you I did pick the Eagles to win. And they won 22-21. They came back. It was a 21-10 game at some point in the fourth quarter. But Wentz started looking like Lamar Jackson a little bit. Someone saw, I saw on Twitter. And he played a very good football game. Alright, pick segment now. And if I had recorded this on a Thursday. Well, we'll get to the, we'll do the Monday night game first. Because that's the least intriguing game. Chicago Bears against the LA Rams. And we this game is going to be in LA. At that brand new SoFi Stadium. And uh, I've watched the Rams play a little bit. I didn't really watch much of their Sunday night game against the Niners. Because Game 7 of the NLCS was on. And the Rams are doing good. I mean, Daryl Henderson, Malcolm Brown, and Cam Akers are doing good. Trying to replace Todd Gurley. Um, good receiving core. When they the Rams have a good passing game when they want to. They're like boom or bust, the Rams. 
passing game. Some days it'll be great. They'll go off. Some days it'll just be uh This could be one of those games where they go uh because they're playing the Bears, and we all know about the Bears' defense with Khalil Mack. Uh, I believe Danny Trevathan still plays. Offense, they got Nick Foles. I wouldn't be surprised if, he's, if he sucks. We may see Trebinski back. But be a very interesting game. I believe but I believe the Bears win this game. I think it'll be 17-14. That game is on ESPN 206. 206 on Direct TV. Or if you live in Chicago or in LA, or in LA, I believe it'll be on your local ABC station as well. All right, let's go. Let's go to the Sunday night game. Now, originally when I normally record this on Thursday, this would have been Buccaneers and Raiders. And obviously, I'm glad I ended up not recording yesterday because we had a little late flex schedule adjustment. The Seahawks and Cardinals, who were supposed to play at 4.05, have moved to the 8.20 slot, and the Bucks raiders game has moved into that 4.05 slot. And so our Sunday night game this week is actually going to be the Seattle Seahawks and Arizona Cardinals. I didn't think I'd be picking this game this week. Actually, this might have been, I don't know if this might have been game of the week or not. I'm not sure. So, here we go. Cardinals, this is Kyler Murray's first time in the big primetime slot. They had a pretty convincing win against the Cowboys last down on Monday Night Football. Seattle, they're undefeated. They're only one of three undefeated teams. The other two undefeated teams I will get to in a moment. Seattle, you got Russell Wilson, who if he keeps up playing the way he's been playing, he's going to win MVP, even though it's crazy. He has never had a single MVP vote. Um, Russ is doing really well. I know they're looking at maybe signing Antonio Brown because his suspension ends after week eight. That'll be very interesting to see. I know they're having him in for a workout. Russell Wilson wants him there. Uh, they've worked, Russ and AB have worked out together. I know they tried to get a Antonio Brown a, about a year ago. Didn't work out. So they're trying again. It'll only make the receiving core scarier because they've already got some crazy weapons in Tyler Lockett and DK Metcalf. They also have uh, some good tight ends as well. Greg Olson, uh, Will Disley. And defense, you got... Their defense isn't all that good, but they have some guys that when they show up, they can. And Bobby Wagner did... Um, yeah, I believe that uh, it's in Arizona. It's going to be a shootout. Give me Seattle, though, 35-31. That'll be a fun game. But now the game of the week. And the other two undefeated teams. Someone's going to no longer be undefeated at the end of this Sunday. The Pittsburgh Steelers, my team, and the Tennessee Titans. And the Titans, we thought they might have had a loss last week. But Derrick Henry said, no way, Jose. And had a nice 90-yard touchdown run and basically gave me a free loss in fantasy football this week. And I, as I had to go up against him, uh, that was not fun. Not pleasant at all. I can get, I can tell you that right now. But Henry is superhuman. He is reinventing what it means to be a power back in football. I mean, if you saw the stiff arm he did on Josh Norman in that Tuesday night special game a couple... A week ago. That was crazy. And then you got Ryan Tannehill. Who. Quite frankly the trade. To Tennessee might have been the best thing for him. 
he is kind of re he's he's born again as we say and he has been he's got some good weapons in AJ Brown, Corey Davis, Adam Humphreys, Johnny Smith, uh Ferkser. And then they on defense they've got Kevin Byer, Jadavion Clowney. Uh I could go on and on. They got some talent. And then you Steelers, my Steelers, undefeated. First time they've been five and zero in like since the seventies. And Ben Roethlisberger <sighs> might be, might be the time to get a ring. Might be their year. Roethlisberger is absolutely bald this year. Perform playing, a, and then you have Connor at running back, who's actually done pretty good. And you have the surprise, Chase Claypool, four touchdowns against the Eagles. He had another touchdown last week against the Browns. He could be a star in Pittsburgh. But then you have Juju Smith-Schuster, who hasn't really done all that great this year. He had two catches for a cup for like two yards, two or five yards this week. Other than week one, he hasn't really done much. He only has three total touchdowns this year, three or four total touchdowns. So we'll see. But luckily, Claypool's been uh, picking up the trash that Juju leaves. Uh, Eric Ebron's been alright Defensive side of the ball is where I love Watching this team play You know with TJ Watt edge rushing Devin Bush unfortunately tore his ACL So he's done for this season But their corner But their safeties and corners are really good You have Joe Hayden, Steven Nelson, Minka Fitzpatrick Who finally had a pick 60 year And finally did something I was so happy to see that The Steelers, let's just face it this will be a fun game. This will be Smash Mouth football. I like... I'm sorry, Aiden, but I like the Pittsburgh Steelers in this football game. 27-23. Most of the country is getting this game as this is the featured game on CBS. Uh, your local CBS station, see if you have it. You might not. I believe if you're in New York, you won't have it. So, sorry, New York correspondent. Because uh, the Jets are playing. Boo. Um, that game will be fun. Another game I'd also mention, I'm not going to pick, but Packers-Texans seems to be a really good game. It's the highest projected total points between both teams on the slate. You got two offenses that love to sling it, and Rodgers and Deshaun Watson. That'll be a fun game. All right, real quick, uh, since we're picking the... So we had the Giants game on the slate, I might as well pick New York Cheesecake. Uh... I'm not going to spend too much time on it because I'm almost out of time here and I have to go do some other projects. But I love New York Cheesecake. You can get it topped with Oreos, blueberries, raspberries. I love it from Junior's. If you're ever in New York City, hit Junior's Cheesecake up in New York. They have great sandwiches too and some really good hummus plates and onion rings. Uh, I also love Cheesecake from like the Lincoln Diner or even Kenny's. They have some good Cheesecake, the grocery store. Here in Gettysburg. I love cheesecake. It's been one of my favorite foods. I love it. I, I'll get it topped with Oreos. But I also love raspberry. But I love topping it with blueberries. Oh so good. It's unhealthy but I love it. So that is your food of the week. New York cheesecake. Stay safe. Wear a mask. And this is Sports Bar Talk. We have the best seat. In the whole house. Not just my house. The whole house.